Talking Giants pre-game show of the Washington Redskins game second meeting, the clash of Daniel Jones versus Dwayne Haskins. We shouldn't be pumped for this game, but damn it, I am. Danny, my co-host, that's your name, Danny King. I'm your other co-host, Bobby Skinner. Danny, I'm back in Florida. I'm back in the swing of things. We've the second show since being back in Florida. I'm getting used to it. Um, already sick of work. Anyways, Danny. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing good. Just excited. Coming off another uh, Giants win. Hoping to get another one because I'm that type of guy that just likes wins more than draft position right now. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating because we want Chase Young. We want the better draft spot. But it's like we personally can't afford to lose to Dwayne Haskins and the Washington Redskins. We can't we can't deal with that all offseason. Like I like this game. I'm pumped for it. It's a for me. It's a must win. It's it's a must win. Although if we do lose, I'm gonna spin zone the crap out of it with Redskins fans because they will be coming at me like crazy. I'm gonna need the listeners to, to to defend me. But it's it is it is a frustrating conundrum to be in. It's like ah, oh, it's like I I want the, I want to tank, but it's like if we win this game, we probably aren't gonna get Chase Young unless the Redskins decide to go QB. Oh no, yeah, I mean. That's how it would be, but there's still good guys in this draft class that we could draft over Chase Young. I know people don't like to hear that, but yes, Chase Young is a generational talent, but there's still guys out there that can make this defense better, and yeah, yeah, it would suck to lose out on Chase Young, but I'm not completely opposed to looking at other positions. Yeah, and like like we said in the last show, it could be a blessing in disguise if you get able to trade down and get Andrew Thomas or something like that. Anyways... It is the Redskins. And Danny, Daniel Jones is back. He is practicing at full strength. Uh, the Giants are putting out interviews of him. Shermer said he was at full. He practiced with the ones. Daniel Jones is back. That was Eli's farewell tour. So everything kind of worked out perfectly. Like if you go, if you know, obviously you don't want Daniel Jones to get hurt and you want to play these four games. But it's like looking back at it, it's I'm almost glad that it all happened like this because that moment with Eli Manning on Sunday was one we'll all remember. It's like an extremely, you know, obviously I'll remember it a little more because I was there and Danny, you weren't there because you don't care about Eli Manning like I do. But nonetheless, it was a really cool moment and I'm glad it's playing out like in a sense perfectly. I'm just happy we don't have to have the Eli Manning and Alex Tanny debate because that was coming if Jones wasn't able to go. <laughs> Danny, Danny, I, when I saw that was a thing on Monday or Tuesday, whatever it was, I was like, oh, God, 
Oh no! It was oh no! I, I cannot do this. I cannot do the Tanny versus Eli debate, and being like, you know what? Like the right thing would to do would be to play Eli, but I understand wanting to have that moment, like like just stuck and be it, have it done, and just having people debate over that, and th- it was going to be so brutal. And I was I was not looking forward to picking a side on that. I probably was just going to ignore that, and then I I would probably was going to say I was going to ignore it. And then I get aggravated by something people would say, and then I wouldn't ignore it. I mean, it, it, we would all look like hypocrites. We're all tearing down Geno Smith, cut, sending death threats to his family. But with Alex Heron, like, you know what? I'm fine with it. Some people would be like, I'm fine with it. So we, we would, some people would look like complete hypocrites, and then others would just, I don't know. It would, it would have been a completely ugly situation, and there was one that I was not willing to, as you said, get myself involved in. Just, and like having the guy like watching Alex Tanny, that would suck. It would suck. Like it'd, I it'd mean, be one week in a vacuum, we might actually lose. Like that would be the one like thing if you're looking for draft stock, uh, like a draft pick. That is like the one. That probably was the one way we could lose to Dwayne Haskins was playing Alex Tanny. Although he probably is a better quarterback than Haskins. I I wouldn't say I would. I would actually somewhat be looking kind of excited for it, just because he's been with us for two years. And I'll be quite honest. I, I I wouldn't have been opposed to it just for more of the laughing points of it because how funny would that have been just to see Alex Tanny lead in this offense? Like, when he uh, when he went in for Eli, when he went for that rollout play, I was begging for him to absolutely chuck that football downfield because that would have been hilarious. But luckily... Hey, we, he's we completing won. 100% of his passes, Danny. Yeah, I mean, but I'm looking for... It, it's just good we won't need to have that conversation because there would have been some pretty... Battle lines would have been drawn, people, because it would also would look bad if we start Alex Tanny over Eli, because who would want many people? I feel like would not want to see that. Yeah, it just it would have been kind of like a joke almost. I don't I don't know how. Anyways, it's it's not happening. Thankfully, Daniel Jones is playing, and it is exciting. It's exciting to see him back. Where we kind of thought that there was a chance he was going to be shut down um, after the ankle injury versus Green Bay, but we get to see our rookie come back for two more weeks against. Um, a bad team in the Redskins. Now, now the Redskins have some talent. Like, let's get it straight. Like, they do have some talent. Um, and we'll, we'll get to why we think they're so bad. Um, and then the Eagles, who are a team with a lot of talent, but just have not put it together. I mean, we saw the whole thing on Monday Night Football. They're injured on offense. And then on defense, they, they play like they're injured. So, it, it'll, it'll be cool to see him get back and get some more experience. And you know what? All it takes is 11 touchdowns for him to break the rookie touchdown record. Yeah, I... I... It wouldn't shock him if he's able to do it because the, it, it, we just have to see how I don't it comes. Know. Eleven is a lot, but nah, with Daniel Jones and, and Daniel Jones, we trust. I guess it's just more of how how is he going to play? Is he going to be the same Daniel Jones before he got injured? Is he going to be a little bit more hesitant at times? I'm just intrigued to see how this injury if it changed his mindset at all, especially knowing that there's only two games left and there's no point in full sending it maybe anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Uh, to see what happens. Uh, he did throw two, like he threw two interceptions against the Redskins. Um, I think those are two he learned uh, for, from in there. Like it's very similar plays with what Sterling Shepard going across. Um, but obviously he's, you know, he's developed, he's grown, he's gotten better. Um, although things were so much like happier at that time. Now we still love Daniel Jones and are still as high as him on ever, but we are two and zero under the Daniel Jones era. We had just beat the Redskins, gotten three picks off Dwayne Haskins. I mean, 
those were happy times as a Giants fan, Danny. We're just like, why not? Why not us win the Super Bowl? It's happened before. No, yeah, sorry. I, I just looked outside my window, and all of a sudden I see one of them snow squalls are back, going through the neighborhood. So can't see outside. But, yeah, it, it, uh, I'm, I'm just excited to see uh, Jones and Haskins going because that's going to be the two-quarterback duel that will go on for years to come, hopefully. At least hopefully our guy stays around for years. Haskins, I frankly don't care what happens to him down It'll there in Washington. Be- the first of like two or three matchups, to be honest, with Haskins. <laughs> two of them. Danny, Danny, before you go on, I have to ask you a question. How far should you drive behind a salt truck? How far? Oh, mm, like, what? They claim like 100, 150 feet. I would say, I say I drive maybe 150, 100. Okay, because it had me cracking up. We, when we went to the, the, <clears throat> the ski mountain in uh, the Catskills on Friday, last Friday, you know, my brother was driving uh, our rental car, and then our cousin was with us driving his car with my other brother. And so we passed the, the salt truck because he's going slow, and we're trying to pass him on the highway. Yeah. My cousin was tailgating the salt truck. <laughs> just getting, his car just was just getting pelted with salt. Like <laughs> I, I, it was unbelievable how close he was driving to the salt truck, although he did get the freshest of salts. That, that is that is funny. I mean, that, that would be something a New Yorker does. They would ride the tail of a salt truck, but most level-headed new yorkers now let, let's let, we'll just go around this guy my cousin, my cousin I, I love him to death but it's definitely like a move he would pull <laughs> I mean, that's a funny move don't get me wrong i'd be cracking up yeah so anyways i i got us off topic i'm you know i'm oh by the way did you see since we're off topic did you see that you know golden state asked for rep- recommendations for the bronx and i had to give him one because i run the bronx now of course you did what he was asking for a chicken place or something like that yeah, I told them to go to Giovanni's. They got great. They got great Italian food. The guys, <laughs> they're like family to me. Yeah, uh, of course, the good old Giovanni's. It's so funny because I was annoying my my brother while we were there. We ate a lot of Italian food, and he wanted to go get Chinese. And we're like, no, we're going to Giovanni's. So me and my youngest brother go to Giovanni's. My other brother goes to the Chinese place across the street. And then I'm just harassing them. I was like, bro, you should went to Giovanni's. They treat us like family. I was like, just, just like, just acting like I was Italian and I run New York, just, just like, just like needling him, and he was getting so aggravated, like that joke's not funny, and it wasn't funny, but it was funny to me to just be like, oh, Giovanni, he's like family. He said, hey, Big Bobby, what's going on? He's, you know. Anyways, I'm part of the mob. I'm part of the mob now. Anyways. Yeah, with the stereotypical uh, Italian accent. Oh, you're part of the mob now. Hey, forget about it. You're part part of the mob, organized crime. I was like, hey, can I get a refill, Gio? He said, yeah, forget about it. Anyways. Vincent Cingiganti. That's the one Tony, I learned at school. Tony Spagnoli. Anyway. <laughs> Al is a real guy, right? He's totally a mobster. Yeah, he's real. Um, and yeah, they, they're, all those guys are real. Um, I don't. What are we talking about? I don't know. We, this, we just got way off topic. This New York trip ruined me because now I just feel more casual. And I'm like, I just want to talk about stuff. Um, next thing. Um, religion. All right. Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones is back is what we're coming at. Daniel Jones is back. It's good to see him. Two more games of development. Two more games to go forward into uh, 2020 with more confidence. Um, we actually might get to see him. Well, we don't get to see him with all his weapons because Ingram's hurt. But get to see him with his weapons. See him with Caden Smith. Get two more games with Caden Smith. Um, it's it's going to be fun to see him back out there. And like we said before, Eli had the perfect send-off, and I'm glad that that is staying as that. 
Oh, yeah. As much as I was willing to roll the dice and try and get him to over 500, it's better the way he went out to have him go out on top with that final image of him running off into the tunnel of New York. So I'm fine that he's not going to play. Maybe Eli's fine. Maybe he doesn't want to risk losing that record again. But uh, it's just going to be good to see Jones back out there. So as you said, he could get those final two games of development and hopefully learn some few more things before heading into the offseason. But that that's just crazy to me that the Giants did not have all their weapons down on the field at the same time. And most of them, like, Tate was gone for the f- first four games and Ingram was there. But then Saquon got hurt. And then Ingram got hurt when Saquon came back. It was it was just crazy. It was just really crazy. And no, and then Shepard had the concussion. It was The football guys did not want us to have all our weapons out there this year. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Caden Smith has been... He's been kind of nice. Um, Danny, I saw a stat today about DeAndre Baker. Did you see that stat? I didn't. Actually, wait. I think I did. He posted it on his Instagram. Did he? I didn't know he was that active on Instagram. I got to get. He, I know he's not active on Twitter at all. Um, but it was I from follow Pro, all the players on Instagram. Yeah, I need. We see the Talking Giants. We just we only follow like eight people to keep it like looking more legit. So we are too legit. In fact, we're too legit to quit. Um, that's a, that's a hot rod line, but yeah, it's, it's hard to keep up with them. Anyways, pro, pro football focus. And they, you know, they put out that he's doing a good grade and, you know, I, I stay away from the grades, but the last four games, um, he QBs, like when they've targeted Deandre Baker are completing 26.3% of the passes, which is in that, that four game span is the lowest in the NFL. Like that was shocking. When they say it was the lowest, I even had to ask him. I was like, I was like, is this lowest on the team or the league? And he said, no, it's lowest in the league in that time span from week eleven. Like that's that's pretty damn impressive, Danny. Like, and and that proves, like we said, he's been looking pretty good lately. Although there's a few times he got beat versus Miami. It's it's nice to see our young guy like finally come together. But we do we need him to get an interception on on Dwayne Haskins this week. I remember people calling for his benching, and now these same people are. Calling wow, his great improvement. They just did a real three sixty right there. I I said people were uh, complaining. Oh, we need to bench him. I I I personally don't remember what you said, but but I remember like what does benching DeAndre Baker get us in the long run? I think we were on the same page there. I just don't remember exactly what you said. But and look, he had his struggles, and look at him now. He's he's the players improved. Getting called out by Pat Shermer from the team probably sparked a fire underneath him. He's like, what am I doing? I'm better than this. I want to go out there and prove all these guys wrong. All the haters prove Shermer that I am good. And look at him now. He's he's one of our best corners right now, and he he'll be our number one next year. Him, uh, hey, he's, like, he's he, our number one this year. With, with he's our number Nick one now. Stuff. Yeah, this year now. But then next year it'll be him. Hopefully, Beal will have settled down by next year. And then I would assume Valentine in the slot. So. The, the rabbits Jack Rabbit left behind for us, I mean, I have full faith in them to get it turned around, especially Sam Beal. I will ride or die on Sam Beal. I've been complaining about him on Twitter, but I, I, I understand he's a rookie. and Well, he's not a rookie, but he's technically a he rookie out there rookie, playing. Yeah. So it's ga- game experience is totally different than just watching film. He was not able to get out there and get that experience he needed, and he's still showing that it's, it still is going to take time to adjust, but... I truly believe next year, Sam, our secondary, I truly believe next year will be something special with how young they are and the potential they got with Love and Peppers as the safeties. And then those three guys I mentioned, Valentine, Bale, and Baker. 
Yeah, uh, and he's got a big matchup with Terry McLaurin this week. So yeah, it's it's cool to see the young guys. In fact, I have a I have a Janoris Jenkins side note. Uh, I'm saving for Giant Backer though. Uh, yeah, he's looked really good. Um, now it's again it's been against bad teams. Like the Eagles have no wide receivers after Alshon Jeffrey got hurt. Uh, the Dolphins suck. But and you know you brought up the you know Pat Shermer reaming him in the locker room. Sometimes I I think like like how much does that actually help? Like does he play better because of that? But it is like you said, it's undeniable that since that point he's been playing a lot better football. Uh, whether it's against the like it's the Bears, the Packers, and then these last two games against the Eagles and the Dolphins. Um, now those not like those offenses didn't have good games, but it's it's cool to see individually DeAndre Baker doing so well. All right, and I, I personally like any game of experience for these rookies are good. Like, Daniel Jones playing the Redskins, yes, they're, they're a bad team when we first played them, but that's experience. I, 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 especially for rookies, these games all matter. I don't care if it's the Owen, uh, what, 1 in 12 Bengals, that's a learning experience. And guess what? Unfortunately, in this league, well, not unfortunately, in this league, you gotta beat the bad teams to be good. I mean, look at the Cowboys. They've only beaten bad teams minus the Rams, and they could win the NFC East. So, even though they're bad teams, they're a good learning experience for these rookies. It teaches them things. And heck, these, these bad teams give you run for your monies. Look at 2017 when we played the Chiefs. No one gave us a chance in hell. And look at that. We went out and upset the Chiefs last year against the Bears. I think some more people are choosing the Bears. I know Mitch Trubisky didn't play. But look what we did. We went out there and shocked the Bears. So it's it shows that I don't care if they're bad teams. These are good learning experiences for all these rookies. And it benefits them in the future. Yeah, and that's what kind of sucks. Is it's hard to decipher of what's coaching, what's young guys, and you know we've we've kind of decided at this point we're gonna wait to see, we're gonna wait to see what happens. But like it's it's a very young team. We played more. We've had more rookie snaps than any team in the NFL. Um, so yeah, ni- nice stuff from John Jay Baker. I'm glad we we got off on a little side tangent there, uh, Danny. Now, let's, let's start getting into the Redskins. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll start talking about the Redskins and our good old friend, Dwayne Haskins. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will, di- will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. All right, let's talk about the Redskins. Danny, we'd be amiss to not start at the top. And the top is Dwayne Haskins. This is a matchup that is personal to me because I can't stand Haskins. I've made it. I've, I've went at him. People, like, can't stand that I do it. I get that people can be annoyed by it, but you have to understand. Just, you know what? After after the Giants got crapped on all, all offseason, oh, my gosh, LOL, <laughs> uh, Jones over Haskins, LOL, LOL. And then, then Haskins laughing uh, at the Giants and all the trash talk that the, you know, the former Giants like Landon Collins said about the Giants in the offseason. It's just, you know what, they're our rival, and I can't stand them. And then put that on top of the fact that I already didn't think Dwayne Haskins was going to be good, and then it just turns into this, where it's a, he's a full-blown enemy of the state. And you know what, I'm not going to feel bad for disliking our rivals. 
uh, especially when they're bad players like Dwayne Haskins. And you know what? He has been a bad player. He had a, a nice little two-touchdown, uh, zero-interception game against the Trash Eagles uh, in a loss. I mean, you know, they, they don't ever ask him to do much. I mean, like, if completing 67% of your passes as your best game, like, awesome, man. But he's just been a bad quarterback for them. He's only completing 56% of his passes. He has five touchdowns, seven interceptions. He doesn't take really any chances. He averages 150 yards per game. The sack rate is double of what Case Keenum's was. And, like, look at Case Keenum, who is by by no means a good quarterback. He had one good season with Pat Shermer in Minnesota, but he's not a good quarterback. I mean, he got benched. He had nine touchdowns, four interceptions. He was completing over 10% more passes than Haskins in the same exact offense. Uh, he uh, was getting sacked half the amount of time with the same offensive line. In fact, a worse offensive line. Remember how banged up they were against us? So just like save me like the oh, the team around Haskins because you know what? The Redskins have good weapons. If Alex Smith was in there, the Redskins probably would have won this division. I mean, they got Terry McLaurin. Adrian Peterson has been a beast, and we'll talk about all those guys. But I'm just – Dan, I've, I've never been so confident going into a game uh, – for this Giants team, and that's it's solely because of Dwayne Haskins is why I'm confident. I wasn't this confident going to the Dolphins game. Not any game this year was I as confident going up against Dwayne Haskins. I, I really do. I know I make jokes and I exaggerate, but I honestly think he is a horrible quarterback, and I think he's an a-hole too. With the, like this, I know people say, oh, how you make a big deal about the selfie thing? That means something. That shows immaturity. Um and the fact that, like, there was reports that he wasn't, like, working hard. He wasn't showing up early. He was showing up late. showed up late to a game. Uh, like, I just don't believe in this guy. And I think Redskins, like, like they're the one team that can do the quote-unquote Arizona model. I mean, I'd be lying. I mean, I, I, let's make this clear. I was on the Giants to draft Dwayne Haskins boat because I thought he would be the answer at quarterback. Clearly, I and – I say a good chunk of the Giants fan base was wrong that he he has not looked good at Washington. He has not developed as fast as Daniel Jones. Now maybe he's just a slower learner than Daniel Jones, and he'll show his improvement next year. I don't know, but as you said, like when we when we passed over him, and he draft we drafted Daniel Jones. He did that little chuckle. I'm like, okay, that that's when I knew like a war started right there because his main goal now is to embarrass the Giants, and he hasn't done that at all. I mean, he if if anything, he made Dave Gellman look like a genius and made Dan Snyder of the Redskins look like an idiot. Because, like, look, uh, Jay Gruden, he didn't want Dwayne Haskins. He, I think he wanted Daniel Jones. No, I know he wanted Daniel Jones. I feel like it was painfully oh, obvious. Oh, it's, it's pretty much a fact that yeah. Jay Gruden did not want Haskins and he wanted Daniel Jones. Yeah, and... And where's Jay Gruden now? He didn't start. He did start him, but he didn't. He didn't clearly didn't believe him because I'm pretty sure he benched him like the next week or something like that. So no, he never started under Gruden. He came in for that Redskins or that uh, the game with us, but he never started a game with uh with them. In fact, Callahan didn't even start him right away. So that proves my point right there. So he 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 wants to try and prove us wrong, but I'm personally not afraid of Haskins, as you said. He makes terrible decisions. His throws are not good. I I after believing in him, my I don't believe in him at all. And as you said, I don't think he's gonna be the Redskins quarterback for very long. I, I he'll probably play out his rookie contract. Other than that, the Redskins are gonna be looking for a new quarterback. And I don't know if you if Alex Smith was here, this team would probably win the NFC East because this division is a complete mess and they just needed a capable quarterback to get the job done. And that wasn't Case Keenum because he's not he doesn't have Pat Shermer. That's what made him good. 
uh, who Cole McCoy? No, Cole McCoy is just he was just good in college, and so yeah, if they had Alex Smith, I'm with you. The Redskins would win this division most likely just because of how terrible everyone else in it is. Yeah, um, and I just I, I look at the way they treat Haskins. They run the ball more than they throw it almost every single game with Haskins. They don't trust him. They just I'm telling you because I've when the Giants haven't played on Sundays and I I'll, I'll like watch a Redskins game. It's like, they just don't let this kid throw. They run, 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 run. And granted, Bill Callahan has that team running well. Adrian Peterson has been a beast for this Redskins team. I mean, he, he's he been unbelievable all year. I mean, look, his yards per carry might not like tell the whole story. But like, as an overall player, he's looked really good. I mean, he's averaging uh, uh, 60 yards a game. Let's see, what, what's his yards per carry? 4.3 yards per carry, so not bad. When Darius Geis was in there, he, had, he was averaging 5.8 yards per carry. Yeah, you know, um, Chris Thompson when he's been in, he's been pretty decent in the in the receiving game. I mean, it's a team that where they just run, run, run. They pound the rock like crazy. I mean, Dwayne Haskins has barely like th- thrown more than they run. Um, and they just and even when like a guy who's not asked to throw a lot, he still has more interceptions than touchdowns. He's still completing 50, only fifty six percent of his passes. I don't know. I just I'm not a believer of Dwayne Haskins. At all. Like, even if, if he got drafted by the Cardinals, like, I'm telling you, I just don't believe in this guy. And I was scared that the Giants were going to draft him. Um, he was the guy – and Danny, he was the guy I did the most, like, homework on QB-wise going into the draft. And I was legit scared the Giants were going to take him. And as I said, I ain't long with Pry. I say at least – I'm going to say at least maybe, like, 85-90% of the Giants fan base wanted Dwayne Haskins or at least thought he was the guy. And you saw when we all booed Daniel Jones, we're all like, there's no way this guy is better than Haskins. But if you just, it, it's obvious. If you look at Ohio State, what did he do at Ohio State that impressed you? It was just uh, like drags, and the, uh, those players took it and made those plays look impressive. So clearly, we, we just, we were oblivious to the fact that he wasn't good. We thought that he came from Ohio State. He was with – was he with Urban Meyer? Was he still the coach then, Urban? Yeah, Urban Meyer. Was and we were like, oh, Urban Meyer's coaching him. He's coming from Ohio State. What a guy. He's clearly going to be good. And did not, He no. said all the right things. Yeah. But uh, And there was a quote that came out very early, like right before the draft happened um, from Todd McShay. He said that uh, Nick Bosa – or it came here and feels Nick or Joey Bosa said, like, he didn't buy in here right away. And we kind of saw the same things with the Redskins. So I, I don't want him to take this whole time to, to just trash Haskins. But the the fact is, is, is I, I have confidence because we're playing Dwayne Haskins. But that being said, they have some really good weapons on offense. Terry McLaurin, a guy we talked a lot about in the draft, uh, a guy I thought the Giants uh, should should have drafted in the third round possibly. He is really good, man. He's gonna be a have to. He's gonna be a guy that Giants have to worry about in the division for a long time. He was, you know, he was Haskins' guy at Ohio State. I, I love Terry McLaurin coming out, and he's been a beast for them uh, all all season long. I mean, uh, let me pull up the stats. He's got uh, 51 catches, 833 yards, seven touchdowns. Um, so he's got the less touchdowns than uh, Slayton, but like overall, he's, he's you know he's been better than Slayton. Like he he's a beast. Uh, he, he's a guy we have to worry about. And, you know, we talked about DeAndre Baker in the show. That, I think, is going to be an extremely interesting matchup is, is those two guys facing off. No, yeah. The, the, it, the Redskins, Terry McLaurin, it, Terry McLaurin is going to be a problem 
40 NFC East for uh, a long time. The guy has played well, as you said. He has one touchdown less than Darius Slayton. While I wouldn't change anything, I'm not saying you're saying you want to change it, but he is someone I would not have been mad about drafting because guy's a beast, as you said. What, 51 catches, 834 yards, as you said, the seven touchdowns. Guy's good, uh, and he uh, he's going to be a Washington got a diamond in the rough right there because if you look at their offense, I mean, I say that's you got as you say you got Peterson, McLaurin, uh, Jordan Reed. I mean, when he's in there, he's good, but he's never in there because of his concussion issues. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure his career is over with all the concussions he's had. I I I think so too. It's on the Redskins. You build this team around Terry McLaurin. Because he's the guy that's going to be here for the long haul. Unless Haskins change, I'm going back to Rosen Haskins. I don't see anything oh, that. Oh, by the makes way, sense. Haskins. Uh, sorry, he, he, that's what sorry. happens. That's that's what he, not my what I, my words. His words when he watches him play against the Giants. He, he froze up. All right, let's do that. <laughs> no, but I I don't see uh, Haskins. That's a change doesn't for me. Just Keep, keep I mean, that's what he should be doing when he saw that game. But Braskins, oh <laughs> uh, you're going to make that at least, I say, three more times in this that's show. The word, that's the last time. So uh, do it again. You have permission to shoot me. I'm not <laughs> in this show. Not in this show. If we beat them and he plays bad, I will open up the show with a five-minute monologue of me doing that. You just, that'd be that's funny. not a promise, though, but it's just an idea. We're just it's brainstorming a- on the show. That's definitely a promise. Uh, but Terry McLaurin, he's the guy that Redskins need to build around. Uh, unless Haskins ch- changes over the next two years, I don't believe he's the guy the Redskins should build around. But, yeah, Terry McLaurin, talented guy. Adrian Peterson looks great. I just want to bl- just say something funny because I think th- this name just makes all Giants fans laugh. It's Eric Flowers. It just gives everyone a good chuckle. I remember people were saying they wanted – some people said they want Eric Flowers back this year. That kind of bothered me. I think you're muted. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Haskins still is. Or sorry, I'm stuck on Haskins. Um, were you just throwing up because that what you were doing? <laughs> like, I was, like I was actually looking up uh, YouTube uh, throwing up sounds. All right, uh, <laughs> that's what I was like. Yeah, he's doing the muted thing again. We went through that phase this summer. You just wouldn't unmute your mic. Yeah, Nick Pilato. <laughs> Nick Pilato. He. That was when I first got my computer, and I was like still working through technology. Nick Pilato wrote a, wrote a good piece about like he's he's doing all right, but he's not like he's not like a top guard. He's just kind of not asked to do much, and he's just like all right, go maul someone. But he still has bad technique. I mean, we watched well the game against Green Bay, and he got torn up in that game. He looked really bad. Uh, so yeah, like as much as Eric Flowers like isn't doesn't look as bad as he was with us, and he he hasn't been. Like he's still not like a good football player. No, he's not a good football player. I mean, has he been terrible? No. But as you said, they, he's not doing anything special. So, he, 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 what, uh, Bill Callahan said he's like, oh, he'll get a decent – he'll be sought after free agency. I'll be like, yeah, for like maybe a year and for like like maybe two, three million at most. Yeah, There's, good luck with that. You don't want him being your long-term answer at any position on your offensive line. Just look at us for being foolish. Yeah. Um, Adrian Peterson has been really good for them. Uh, Geis was balling before he got hurt. Uh, 
seems like injuries are are affecting him. But as far as an offense, they are like if if now if they can get the stuff on if Haskins could get the stuff underneath to McLaurin like he did against Philly and they're able to get like a lot of yards out of, after catch, then yeah, they can do something against this very young secondary. Um, like you know, Sam Beal and Corey Valentine are guys that are able to be picked on. Like like, but I don't know. I just with Haskins, I just don't. I don't know. I just don't have any faith. Like, I don't have any worry. Um, I think Julian Love is going to have a big game against him. I, I'm telling. I'm. I'm going to get. Here's my prediction. Here's my bold prediction. DeAndre Baker and Julian Love both have interceptions in this game. I, I truly believe that. Well, that is a bold prediction. Something I did remember. But you know, you know what Dwayne Haskins will do, though, right? Oh no, you're going to do it, aren't you? <laughs> I knew it. It wasn't me, though. I kept my word. It wasn't me. <laughs> but so, so something I just remembered as we were talking, the Redskins are about Brandon Sheriff now because he's on IR. So they're going to have a, a fourth-round draft pick by the name of Wes Martin in there at right guard. That's the just John- a shame. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean, it's going to hint towards – I mean, actually won't hint, hint towards my Giants factor, but I believe we should bully Wes Martin and just have him have a miserable day. Yeah, we have Leonard Williams for this matchup. Uh, woo wee, Eric Flowers, you get you get Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams all day, and Dallin Thompson, who's been a beast. I, I, I think those guys will make a difference for this defense. Uh, Remember when Danny, Jason all like like actually just like one handed chalked Eric Flowers back in training camp two years ago? That was funny. I do remember that. That was. That was it. Was always sad. Like you get pumped for a year, and then training camp. It's like D line is dominating the offensive line. It's like, and, and it's like on the outside, you'd be like, you know what? This is just this is just showing how good the D line is. But on the inside, you're like, oh no, Giants offensive line. Oh no, oh no, <laughs> this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> now the Redskins defense. Uh, I th- I think they're better than people give them credit for. Um, Landon Collins is out there. He's been solid <laughs> for them. He's he's still as very much struggled against tight ends. I mean, every time I've seen the Redskins play, they've been giving up touchdowns to tight ends, um, especially like Sam Donald um, and Ryan Griffin of the Jets. So uh, their defense that has playmakers like Josh Norman, um, Brian, uh, not Brian Arakbo, uh, Ryan Kerrigan if he's playing. But yeah, I don't. I I just I really expect this Giants to win for this game more than I have any game this season, and. That's a weird thing to say when we have three wins at this point that I'm just expecting a win. But I just – I feel like the Redskins are a team that has talent, but with the matchup against the Giants, I just feel like it's the perfect matchup, matchup for us. I mean, that's that's the one thing I'm devastated about Evan Ingram right now. He's not going to be able to expose Landon Collins again. That was just fun when we first played Washington. Once again, I, I, I still like Landon Collins. I'm a, I'm a fan of him. I know he's talked trash about us. But that's the, what else do you expect? The guy wanted to stay as a giant, but they didn't even offer him a contract. Or maybe they – no, they didn't offer him a contract extension. They just let him walk. Obviously, I don't think he should be too mad at us because he got six years, $84 million, nowhere near what he would have got with us. So I, if I'm him, I'm shaking Dave Gellman's hand, not trying to run over him like he said he would. But, yeah, this is Ruskin's defense. They're nothing crazy, but they got guys, Montez Sweat, uh, uh, Jonathan Allen. Josh Norman, but I mean, he he sucks now. Quentin Dunbar, I'm I'm pretty sure he's good. I, I I've heard good things about Quentin Dunbar. I think the biggest guy I'm just scared of is 
to be quite honest, there's no one. There's no Ryan Kerrigan, so I'm gonna be quite honest. There's no one really that scary. <laughs> yeah. Um. Boy, the Redskins are just—they're not a good football team, and neither are we. So I don't want to come off as like, oh my gosh, the Giants are so good because we beat the Dolphins. Like we're not well, a good no, football team we, either. We compare Reds- ourselves now to like the bottom of the league. That's where we look now. We're like we're better than that team. Because that, that's how it is. Like, there's the tiers of the NFL. You got the top, the mediocre, and then the garbage. That's where we are now. And we're the kings of the garbage. We are kings of the trash. Although, wouldn't, who did we, wouldn't the Cardinals be the kings of the trash, though? Since they beat the Browns and us. Yeah, that is true, actually. So maybe they, yeah, I guess we're just the second. We're like that guy that wants to be the top, but five foot nine, Kyler Murray stopping us. Yeah. Do you know what's cool is that I think we all, um, Montesquieu has five sacks this year. Matthew Matt Ioannidis, he has eight and a half. Not bad. Pretty good year for a guy who's been been decent. Um, like I think all most Giants fans and most Cardinals fans, like we have a lot of respect for Kyler Murray, and they have a lot of respect for Daniel Jones. I think I think neither one of them likes Dwayne Haskins though. Like whenever I do the stats, it's always like there's Cardinals fans that come over the top trashing Haskins, but they like. I have not had a Cardinals fan say a bad thing about Daniel Jones in my matches. Never. Not once. Now, do I go talk trash about the Cardinals to bring that upon us? No. But there is some Cardinals fans out there. Like when I do the Kyler Murray versus like like the first round rookie QB stats, um, even in the preseason, like when I would do that, when it was like it was very slanted for Daniel Jones. Um, like, I don't know. I, I think Cardinals fans like think Daniel Jones was good. And they, and they saw him a little bit in what was maybe his worst game against Arizona. Uh but yeah, I think Cardinals fans have a lot of respect for Jones, and I have a lot of respect for for Kyler Murray. Although it, you know, they have only beat bad teams, but you know that doesn't really make that's not all on Kyler, obviously either. Like like you know, the Giants isn't on Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean the Cowboys are only being a bad team, so it's just the situation. But yeah, I mean the Cardinals, they they have hope, especially with Kyler Murray. But I mean it, it yeah, I mean they just got to probably get a new RC with Fitzgerald going. I mean, Justin Pugh, I mean, he's healthy. So, I mean, that's a, a W for them, I guess. Um, are we? I forgot. We're, it sounds like we're game planning for the Cardinals right now. I love the Cardinals. No, we're talking about the Redskins. Talking Cardinals. That's what we're doing now. Uh, and the, we're talking about the baseball Cardinals. All right. Um, Danny, it's that time of the week. It's time for Giant Factors. Danny, do you remember who my Giant Factor was last week? So we put it, you know, we do we put these shows out on Thursday night. So I did my giant factor on Thursday night. Yeah, you said everyone. No, I, I, you made me pick one. I picked. Oh a, yeah, a you match, picked the I North picked Jenkins. Match. Yeah, my giant factor last week was the North Jenkins, and I tell you what, he was a factor in the news. Like when most people <laughs> were listening to the podcast, he had been cut at that point. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. I mean, you you never said. Yeah, you said he. We never say how he's going to be. They're going to be a factor on the field. I mean, we may have meant off the field. Like maybe Bobby knew that he predicted Jacker would call the person the R word, and then he knew he would get cut. So he he played us all right there. Yeah, he was a giant factor. I, I will give him that. All right, Danny, who is your giant factor for the Washington Redskins? Uh, Leonard Williams because of. Eric Flowers, Redskins losing Brandon Sheriff for Wes Martin, and uh, Donald Penn. He's not anyone that jumps out at me, so I believe he'll have a day. Leonard Williams gets his first sack on Sunday. I like that. I like that. Um, and I predicted DeAndre Baker gets his first interception. Uh, 
Mine is going to be Nate Solder, though. Daniel Jones is back. That means a guy who holds onto the ball a little longer than Eli Manning does. Um, Nate Solder is dealing with a lot right now. Nate Solder is my giant factor. Give Daniel Jones that time, man. Give him an opportunity to step up. Don't let like don't let him have a fumble. No, like don't let that happen. Do everything you can. That if there's any issues with Daniel Jones, that is solely on Daniel Jones and not on 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 you, Solder. So like and. Like if he plays well, it changes the entire offense. Or if he just if he just plays average, and doesn't let guys just completely beat him off the edge um, on a consistent basis, it really changes this offense. Uh, with Tate and Shepard back, you know, like playing together, I think this is only the second time that Jones gets those two guys together. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, Nate Solder for me, like I think he is the guy that can make this offense tick with Daniel Jones back in the game. So, so I got to go with Nate Solder. Um, now it's time for predictions. Danny, I'm going with Giants 77, Redskins 0. Haskins, you suck. You're horrible. I almost did the gagging noise, but I didn't do it because I made an oath to our listeners that I wouldn't do it. But I'm going Giants 77, Redskins 0. What about you? Uh, well, I mean, this is the game last year, which when we went to Washington and we completely curb stomped the Redskins. As I said, like we punched them and then we just kept kicking them as they were down and showed no mercy. Uh, to be quite honest, a 77 0, that's that's not far out of range. I got Giants, uh, I'll just I just like one up in it, so I'll go Giants 78, Redskins 0. It's better last week. We were very depressed, and you picked a tie, and I picked the Giants 3-0, which was the first time it wasn't 77-0 of the season, although I did switch on Sunday when I tweeted it out. But, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm feeling confident, and maybe we should have picked with our last week predictions so like to keep that like that good juju going, even though I don't believe in none of that. Anyways, Danny, that's the show. Let's beat the Redskins, man. Let's dominate them. Let's make Haskins look bad. Let's make them draft another QB. Let's make Haskins look so bad that they draft another QB and we get Chase Young anyways while winning this game. How awesome would that be, guys? Wouldn't that be sweet? Let's do it, and let's go Big Blue.